LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies episode 56. On these episodes, you'll be sitting shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and someone say that I do have a certain set of skills. <laughs> no clue what those would be, but uh, all I know is I'm definitely not a quote-unquote yelper like the majority of residents of South Park, Colorado. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this fun little adventure of my fast few restaurants here in Chicago. Our first stop is a new happy hour spot that I'm absolutely loving, Haleo by Jose Andre. The spirit and the flavors. Imagine through the creative lens of Chef Jose Andre and his team, Haleo brings alive the spirit and flavors of Spain by showcasing the rich regional diversity of Spanish cuisine. Celebrating the traditional as well as the cutting edge, Haleo offers a taste of Spain in a festive, stylish, and casual atmosphere. First opening in downtown Washington, D.C. in 93, Haleo has evolved to represent modern Spain at every moment. With each extension, it embraces a local community while staying true to its roots, providing a comfortable, welcoming space to which to explore, discover, and share the incredible spirits of Spain. Haleo ranks consistently as a top DC defining destination and has awarded a Bib Gourmand in 2017 and 2018 Michelin Guide to DC. But we're actually at the Chicago location. so. At Haleo, plates are designed to be shared. These are not just any small plates. They're the best authentically Spanish and local ingredients, simply prepared and enjoyed with good friends and conversation. Inspired by the traditional dishes of Jose's childhood, elevated through his experiences, talents, and creativity, Haleo's cuisine is authentic Spain with finesse. Along with signature tapas, the savory paellas, superb sangria, and our wide selection of finest Spanish cheeses, wines, and cherries ensures that you'll always find something wholly unique and exciting in tradition and whimsy all in one bite. Like I mentioned, this place is turning into one of my favorite spots to go for happy hour. Um, it's in River North, actually across the street from where I used to work for a long time, but it's buzzing, always good to see at the bar, it's fantastic. Just really enjoy the atmosphere there. Um, they actually call it sangria happy hour. <laughs> the reason why that's entertaining is because I don't really drink sangria like ever. But I just have to try it one of these days. I usually just go with uh, one, of, one of the really good wines there. They actually have a really cool wine list. I'm trying to work my way through it because it's happy hour. You know, it's essentially like half off of wine. But for the happy hour menu, which you order one of everything, and again, remember, one of everything, uh, it was the Panda Cristal con Tomate, which is uh, toasted slices of crispy Spanish Cristal bread brushed with a fresh tomato. We have the Plato de Queso Manchego, a plate of raw sheep's milk cheese, nutty with tangy, creamy finish. Angibadas con queso de cabra y arana. Huh? Who knows? Endives with goat cheese, oranges, almonds, and roasted garlic dressing. That was one of my favorite. Essentially, it's like a, a lettuce wrap. Uh, the question is, you take one bite or two bites. Depends on how miss you want to get. And then another favorite of mine is the croquetta de pollo. So traditional chicken fritters, 
Preserved empatas bravas, fried potatoes with spicy tomato sauce, and aioli. When this all comes out, it's absolutely fantastic, right? But remember, we ordered one of everything. The last dish on the headbird menu is tapas trio. I don't know, I don't know Spanish that well, but I can probably figure that one out, but not as far as I look, turns out. But it was a mix of enemas con queso de cabrilla naranja, croquetas de pollo, and bufano de bacalao. Recognizing those? Oh yeah, we already got those. <laughs> those actually got two of everything, but it's absolutely fantastic. I love this. The happy hours awesome there. Probably see them be there on regularly a Friday night before I go down uh, to my buddy's game store for magic. If you want to check out a really cool spot, they have awesome brunch, they have live music, they have dancers, a bunch of awesome small plates to share. Really like the, the cured meats they have. They're actually off the happy hour menu, but definitely check out uh, this awesome restaurant in River North, Haleo by Jose Andre. Our next stop is Alina's. Not Alina, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Alina, E-L-I-N-A apostrophe S. Fine Italian cooking served by two chefs in an intimate space. Ian Rusnak, chef owner, is a talented young chef who has worked in many prominent kitchens in both Chicago and NYC. Ian distinguished himself behind the line at Blackbird, Nomi, Restaurant Mark Forgioni, Carbonara, and ZZ's Clam Bar. Ian's experience includes time under Chef Christian DeVoe and working in kitchens with accolades such as Michelin stars, James Beard Awards, and three-star reviews from Chicago Tribune. As culinary director in Hogsalt, Ian worked on product development, branding, project management, and operational oversight of multiple units. During his tenure, the group opened two new restaurants, Four Charles Prime Red and Bavette Steakhouse and Bar. He was briefly director of back-of-house operations for Quality Branded, a New York-based restaurant group focusing on culinary development and learning operational supervision to the group's restaurants. And his partner, Eric Saffin, is an eminent New York chef who brings over a decade of high-level experience to uh, NA hospitality. Career highlights include working as saucier under Jean Georges when he would receive his famous four-star New York Times review in 2014, and retaining a Michelin star in 2016 as chef of ZZ's Clam Bar. In 2017, Eric worked with Chef Mario Carbonai and Rich Torisi to develop and launch the pool and the grow rooms at the landmark Seagram building in Manhattan. Most recently, Eric opened restaurant Veronica as a chef de cuisine, where he worked diligently alongside Stephen Starr and executive chef Robert Aiken to deliver a world-class dining experience. Great, great chefs, right? We know all about it. When we pulled up here, we're like, where am I? I'm in the middle of nowhere, no man's land, in West Town, Chicago. Not West Loop, not the bougie, poshy, awesome, exciting side of all the hot new restaurants. This is West Town. It's like between like a tattoo parlor and a dry cleaner. <laughs> Boy walking, you can tell this place was amazing. Very well dressed people, patrons. Every seat was taken except for two spots at the bar and two, uh, two spots were one open table. So you know it's gotta be good. It's absolutely packed at 9.30 at night. You know this place is good. Menu is short, simple, sweet, but we got something that was really awesome, you know, Walked in there, I'm like, all right, I'm probably going to get you know, a red sauce, a white sauce, mix it up. Uh, chicken, not going to have steak, so I'll go with like a white wine, right? See, looking through the wine list, over my shoulder I hear, oh, Sancerre's on the menu, you like Sancerre? I'm like, oh my God, now I'm labeled as a Sancerre person because I had Sancerre one time ever in my life. Yeah, reminds me of other things in life when people will put you in a box. <laughs> no way, put the baby in the corner. Anyways, throwback to Dirty Dancing movie. Anyways. Uh, I don't have sound there, so I want to flip the table over. 
got over that about 10 seconds. The mixologist recommended uh, a Chardonnay, Land of Saints from California. Absolutely fantastic. But because we were there so late, our food came out so quick and so fast, so we barely had time to even finish the bottle of wine before we left. Food we ordered, which was phenomenal. Rigatoni alla vodka, which is Calabrian breadcrumbs on top of it. Penne carbonara with pancetta and parmesan. And the classic chicken parm. Absolutely incredible. Just put all three between the two of us. It was incredible. My favorite part was, though, actually the pre-dinner snacks. It was almost like bonchon at a Korean place. Came out with a bunch of little salami slices, uh, three different types of bread. It was, and radishes. It was awesome. Absolutely incredible. I had enough food for lunch, then dinner, the next day. Actually, ordered so much food. It was totally worth it. Place is absolutely incredible. I know it's in the middle of nowhere, West Town, which is not too far from where I live, but definitely be going back to uh, this little spot in West Town called Alina's. Our next stop is Ming Hin, five-time Michelin Guide Award recipient for culinary excellence. Save the best dim sum in the Midwest, six locations throughout Chicagoland. Yep, just a dim sum place. Been here a million times. Want to review it, though. Went here with a few of the boys after our Thursday night magic. When I say a few of the boys, mean some guys who definitely know how to eat. <laughs> I can't even review what we got. People just started marking things on the sheet. So how dim sum works is they have just like the menu printed out for you, and you just mark how many of each item you want. So you might even know what something's called. You just like it's something like you're just pointing to a picture, and you just mark it. So all this stuff comes out, and literally half the time something comes out, there's like three or four of the things, and there's six of us. You can't, everyone can't get one. People are like, who ordered this? What is this? I don't know. No one even knew what was going on. It got to the point where we literally had a bowl of fried rice. That's kind of what I assumed it to be. No one knew what it was. No one knew who ordered it. <laughs> We're like, what is this? Then someone took a bite of it. Of course, it's the guy who likes spice the least. We'll leave it at that. You can make your own judgments. Like, why would we have this guy try this? But he's like, ah, this tastes like crap. <laughs> like, why don't you have someone who actually knows what they're doing? Like, someone who like goes to this restaurant on a regular basis to try it out. Anyways, everything else was absolutely incredible. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I, I feel like I didn't want to waste my stomach space on something like fried rice or like some other stuff that was like really sweet because, you know, I'm a better aspiring professional foodie than that. Come on, man. <laughs> Definitely ate the buns and all the other things and like the the, the straight meat and stuff like that. Just try stuff you wouldn't normably try because you'll have to take one bite or two and I'll have like a whole order out of it. But then going back, I mean, I've been in this place a hundred times. Just want to give them a shout out today. Our last stop is Dear Madison. Something to write home about. Okay, that's weird that that's their tagline, but... <laughs> we cook things that make us happy, like a seasonal green market salad. Okay, sorry. A delightful octopus taco, awesome, with a tower of shellfish and oysters. Tasty dips, flavorful, shareable dishes, honey desserts are something altogether surprising and new. You should really check us out. So we did. <laughs> this place is awesome. It has $1 oysters that you order in uh, sixes. So we got an order of East Coast and we order West Coast to start. Uh, East Coast were actually from Maine, so they're pretty good. And the West Coast were actually from La Jolla uh, down in Mayo. So I actually really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, what was kind of interesting and tricky was only parts of the menu for the tacos are on the happy hour menu. So only the chicken taco and the cauliflower taco which was garlic fried chicken, red cabbage, carrot, slaw, and chipotle crema. 
and the cauliflower was cauliflower, refried beans, cumin, red cabbage, and lime. So it's fine. Both are really good. I just got one of each, and then we got a charcuterie board, right, which was a mixed selection of meats and cheeses. This may have been the best bang for your buck charcuterie board I've ever had in my life. It was $10. It was huge. It was four slices of huge bread, a ton of slices of meat, five different cheeses, three different uh, dried fruits. It was phenomenal, all for $10. I, I didn't understand it. They had to be losing money on that, but it was fantastic. My favorite part was, uh, it was two favorite parts, right? So it was like five fifty nine, and we're like, oh, quick, we need to order like one more glass of wine on the happy hour menu so we don't get charged extra, right? Irony here. So we ordered one more glass, and the bartender's like, oh, you want one more glass for the happy hour ends? I'm like, yeah, yeah, please, please, please. He goes, you know, happy hour ends at 7. I'm like, what world am I living in? <laughs> well, I also like my glass of wine, but this is awesome. Your happy hour's from 4 to 7. Definitely going to spend one more time here. This place is fantastic. You don't feel rushed after work. You can sit down, relax, incredible. So anyways, during the 6 to 7 hour, because we were there for that extra hour, two girls come back into the restaurant. Hey, you talk to the manager. All right, here we go. Get the popcorn ready. Uh, we ordered the octopus taco and another taco, and we got charged full price. And you guys said that happy hours from 4 to 7. And they're like, yep, what seems to be the problem, ma'am? You overcharged us. Well, as we told you, happy hour, only two of the tacos, cauliflower and chicken. Sorry you had a bad experience. We're not coming back here ever again. I was like, good. <laughs> I don't need patrons room in my day. Sitting here watching the Masters Sunday night, trying to enjoy my happy hour menu and out of and causing a ruckus. So please don't come back. Didn't really say that. So I was thinking. And probably the expression on my face led people to believe that too. But either way, gotta have fun around a happy hour. Gotta make friends with the bartenders, people around you. So it's great. We're definitely just trying really hard to check out more happy hour places in town because A, price point's awesome. B, you would like to kind of interact with the servers a little bit more. And C, is like you just have like a little bit later lunch or an early dinner. Kind of like just plan it out accordingly. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed my nice little adventure of restaurants, happy hours, etc. here in Chicago this month. This episode is sponsored by Bites Asian Kitchen and Tropical Bar. The best of times are always shared at the table. Superb Asian food and tropical cocktails. Paradise also awaits you at Bites. We at Bites believe that food is more than merely a part of survival. It is our passion. It has the power to transcend languages, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, we share our culture with new friends and old. We share a piece of who we are, and by coming together for meals, we try good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, we want to celebrate cultures from around the world. We've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, and more. We're also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how we shape our menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that constantly evolving, a new story awaits you at Bites. And probably me. <laughs> For clarification, moved away from the Buddha, moved on over to the Rose Cava. You know, gotta get this body back in tip-top shape to be a male model. Please stop by and join us at Bites. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. 
Reddit reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.